Yo, I'm Augie. Hey, I'm Riz. And you're listening to Press Play with Augie and Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we, two guys with bellies full of pies, talk about movies, TV, music, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and you can listen and follow us on Instagram at Press Play AR. That's Press Play AR on Instagram. This is episode 59, and we'll let you know what we've been up to during the Thanksgiving holiday, including our reaction to the live-action movie, Mulan. Also, we bring you the latest news on Wonder Woman 84, Scream, and much, much more. Stay tuned as Riz tell you which VOD and music albums are out this week. I'll let you know the fact of the week. And this week's Six Degrees of Separation Connection is Christopher Plummer and Michael Douglas. But first, quick news. Sweet, thanks for tuning in, guys. So, with Bob's Burger duo Wendy Molyneux and Lizzie Molyneux Logelin signed on to write the film, it seems as though Deadpool 3 is inching one step closer to being made. According to Deadline, this is the first bit of info that we get from the franchise since Disney's acquisition of 20th Century Fox. Justin Kroll tweeted that the film will be expected to be rated R and according to this is according to his sources. This will be Kevin Feige's first work of a 20th century property and no director has been attached yet. I'm very optimistic about the people behind Bob's Burger writing Deadpool 3. I think it needs to have the writing of Gene and Tina kind of mixed together. I'm yeah, I'm excited about it. I uh, I'm happy that you know at least some some part of the 20th century Fox's version of X Men will be a holdover. Mm-hmm. There's you know it, it's technically in the same universe as them, so it's possible there might be cameos in that different X Men universe. Even though there's rumors that they're going to introduce X Men into the it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm rolling my eyes. Uh, yeah, really hardly. Um, but it's it's very tricky, I guess. Uh, Disney has to play its card right and give its fan what they want, which is a rate, rated R Deadpool film. Yeah, and they better have Marina Bacaran back as well. We'll see if we catch her in a in a convention and get the scoop like we did with Deadpool 2. Yeah. Um, Once there's conventions again, you know. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> In more Marvel news, though, Tinach Huerta from Narcos Mexico has joined the cast of Black Panther 2. The sequel is set to start filming in July. It was originally going to start in March, but it was paused due to Chadwick Boseman's untimely death. There's no word on how he will be remembered in the film, but one thing's for sure is that he will not be g- digitizing it. Huerta is set to play one of the antagonists of of the film. According to Heat Vision, the news comes as Marvel Studio is heavily focused on TV right now as its Disney Plus series starts ramping up with Kevin Feige's attention heavily on those from the ones already in the can like WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. To the currently filming Ms. Marvel which just added Matt Lintz to the cast and on the way, Moon Knight and She-Hulk. Marvel has three films that has either finished or in post-production, which is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, 
and Black Widow, while both Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness are already filming. Thor Love and Thunder is getting underway shortly, and third entries in both Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy will start filming next year alongside Black Panther 2 and, of course, Deadpool 3 in rumors in that part. So I kind of just give you a whole rundown of what's, right. what's really been going on. <laughs> There's, like, something I kind of wanted to, like, either ask or add on to almost everything you just said. So the Deadpool thing, they say they don't, they aren't going to digitize Chad McBoseman. You mean the Black Panther thing? Because you said the Deadpool Excuse thing. me, the Black Panther thing, yes. Uh, they said they aren't going to digitize uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, does that mean, like, they aren't going to digitize him in the suit? as well because i could still see them using him in the suit you know for a death scene or to send him off to saturn or something where he dies or something from my understanding of the sources that i've been reading i think that it's probably going to be an off-screen death and like he's done like that's it you know um and i think they wanna from what i think i think that's what it is or They'll do like a flashback montage and use un, un, unreleased footage of him and work it around. Like and they then did with Carrie Fisher in Star Wars. Something uh, like that, nine. yeah. And not like digitize him throughout the movie and be Black Panther slash... Um, oh yeah, no. They, yeah. they have to move on from the character, unfortunately. Uh, I would like to add on, you know, you mentioned all these Marvel movies that have either, they're either coming out, and TV shows, they're coming out, you forgot uh, the Jared Leto movie? Uh, yes. What's the name of it? It's skipping my mind. Mine too. Uh, and of course, Venom too. Morbius. Morbius. Uh, Morbius looks good. Uh, so I'm excited about both of those. Uh, those are both so Sony, right? Yeah, along Sony. with Spider-Man Three is also Sony. Just like, well, Blade is coming out, or it should be filming soon too. A new Blade? Did they uh, cast Blade? Yeah, it's with the guy from Moonlight, the Oscar. Oh movie. yay! Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, he'll he'll fucking kill Mershala that shit. Hala Ali, I'm sorry. Mershala Mer Mer Ali. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's right or not. So we okay. gave you like this whole update of what's to come for the MCU for the next, I want to say, two years. Um, and hopefully with the coronavirus completely being eradicated soon, if all things go well, they can revamp the movie industry and like go out there in full force. And hopefully we get some awesome movies and we can go back to the theaters and, and really have a great time. Get to a new normal. Uh hopefully soon because uh, this uh, this new normal that we're currently in isn't a lot of fun <laughs> no <laughs> whatever no uh, so, oh. so from I was gonna say the list uh, that I that we told you what I'm personally looking forward to is uh, WandaVision Fal Falcon and Winter Soldier Ms. Marvel uh, not really uh, excited about Moon Knight but I do know that he has a huge following or She-Hulk uh, Shanghai, I'm looking for, or Shang-Chi, I'm sorry. Uh, Eternal, not really waiting for Black Widow. Mm. Uh, Doctor Doom, yes. And uh, Black Panther and Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, Just because of Natalie Portman of and course. Tessa Thompson. Not really a big fan of Thor and, or this Thor in the MCU with his 
lobotomy that he had between the second and the third film. I never saw the the first and second, so I liked Ragnarok a lot, and so I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Love and Thunder as well. Uh, And of course, WandaVision, and the rest, I guess, I will be watching. Anything else you want to add? Just those two (laughs) that I'm excited (laughs) about. Uh, you know, you know, and I, I'm interested to see what they do with Black Panther. I really hope that his sister takes over the mantle. I if not, I think something. I'll be. That's. I thought it was his sister. Is it? Maybe. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I enjoyed the Ant Man, the Ant Man film. So uh, honestly, I, I <clears throat> not a big fan of this this uh, session of Spider Man that's currently going on. Go back to Toby. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a cameo from him somehow with uh, Doctor Strange in the mix. Ooh, interesting. So, uh, moving on. Uh, ooh, ooh, yes! With filming having wrapped, Spyglass Media and Paramount Pictures have confirmed that the highly anticipated fifth installment of the Scream franchise will be titled simply Scream. Uh, both, Ke- both creator Kevin Williamson and movie's official Twitter account have confirmed the title for the film, which will open January 14th, 2022. The new entry follows a woman returning to her hometown to try to find out who has been committing a series of vicious crimes. Uh, Ready or Not Helmers, Matt Bettinelli Olpin and Tyler Gillette direct the project. Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox are returning, as is Marley Shelton from Scream 4. With new cast members, Dylan Minette, Kyle Gallner, Jack Quaid, Melissa Barrera, Jenny Ortega, Ortega, excuse me, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mason Gooding, and Mickey Madison. Uh, <clears throat> I kind of saw the whole screen title thing coming because uh, when you get so high in a long-running, uh, are you having sound issues in a long-running uh, franchise like this, and you have like basically after three. And it's been going on for like t- literally 25 years. Uh, it's hard to get new fans. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. am I really going to start with uh, James Bond 45? I don't know what the hell's going on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so they, that's what they did with Halloween. And it was a success. They named the, the most recent Halloween simply Halloween. And I, I had a feeling they were going to do the same, like either scream or screams or scream again I, it was going to be one of those things it wasn't going to be titled scream 5. it would be it would have been very corny if they did something like scream again and then let me hear you scream <laughs> as a sequel and yeah. you owe me a scream in the last one i like screams because uh it was kind of, that would have been kind of a uh of an homage to alien and aliens you know which yeah. i i kind of thought was cool um, but, you know, Scream's fine. It's a little confusing. You know, when we go to Target and we see Halloween up on the shelf, we don't know which freaking Halloween movie it is. Is it the original or is it the new one? You gotta search for it. You gotta, like, pick it. it up and hopefully, look at the back. And hopefully this will bring an upsurge of Halloween costumes next year. We, because did, we did find them, like, at one, but, one of the stores. But not as much as the other horror people. And I feel like the Ghostface Killer is... a cult classic in it's, it's our up, modern yeah, horror films. It's up there with the rest of them. And I think that has something to do with uh, the the company that has <clears throat> the licensing for that or that made the mask that has yes. to license it out. Mm-hmm. I think they're very particular of where they license it out. 
uh, I showed you a funny picture of from uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas premiere, yes. which premiered in 1993, which is three years before Scream came, and and there's someone in a Scream mask standing behind Tim Burton. You know what I mean? So I the mask had, has that. been around before before Scream made it popular. Um, but like other than costumes, like there's so many like, you know, I want I want I want Ghostface, you know. Everything just like, uh, like um, Michael there's Myers. pillows, yeah, <laughs> and pillows, cups. candles. I want that shit, you know, signs, and, and that would make me, you know, spend more money at the Spirit of Halloween store. <laughs> yeah, is is this going to be canon to the other Fords? Yes. So this is not like a soft reboot no. or reboot sequel. They're they're calling it. Uh, basically, well, they they said Scream Four was going to be like. A new beginning, and the the old three are going to come back to kind of. That's what they're saying they're doing again. Uh, and I and if Nev Campbell's smart, she would have put it in her contract that they that she can't die. Um, I have a feeling she did. She knows that this is her bread or, bread and butter. She can she can do whatever uh, indie films and all that other stuff on the side, but then make the money on the stream sequels. You know, because she's uh, I believe she's. Oh my gosh, she's 47? 47 mm-hmm. or 48? Maybe, yeah. So, um, you know, she, she knows where her career is, and uh, it would be smart if she wrote that into her contract. Now, the other two, I have a feeling they are not safe, and I honestly hope they're not because it's boring. It's honestly boring if they are. Um, but we'll, we shall see. It's time see. to sacrifice one of the, the other two is that what you're trying to say? Well, I I'm gonna then be, bring I'm a gonna new be sad scream to see queen it happen. into it, and then have uh, Sydney be like a mentor, a la Halloween. Well, the way that the description goes, a woman returning to her hometown to find out who's been committing but that's murders. For well, no, she didn't. She wasn't returning to her hometown to find out who's committing murder. She was returning for like a book tour. And murders started happening around her in her hometown. In her hometown, yes. But this is more of what I liked about Scream 4 was where she ran towards the danger. So she could be, like, off in Paris or something and find out that people are being murdered and she goes towards the danger. She's the hero. That's what I always... What what I love, loved about Scream 4. She, they made her a hero, not yeah. just a damsel in distress. Yeah, she, she grew some cojones. <laughs> loved it. And you're waiting for, like, you're expecting another trilogy in this Scream, or you feel like this is the end for a while, a long time, or what do you expect the future of Scream to be after this film? It's going to depend on how well the film does. Uh, uh, You know, Scream 4 didn't do that well, so I wasn't never expecting another Scream. Uh, but it is a franchise, and franchise. this is what happens with franchise. Give it 10 years, and they'll, they'll try to bring it back. Um... It'll depend on on that, and I have I'm honestly going into it with absolutely no expectations because that'll ruin the film for me, you know. What about you? Me too. I mean, the, these types of movies and and in general, movies in general. Um, since I've met you, and you know, we've we've come to like this conclusion to stay away from spoilers, and to you know go avoid anything and to go into it with an open mind 
Um, and a lot of films like that that we've seen, I want to say Ready or Not was one of them. Ready or Not was awesome. We, we need to get it and watch it again. We need to, like, we didn't expect something like that. So um, I, I'll also be going in there with an, with an open mind. But it's such, it's, it's, I have, like, faith in, in the directors of Ready or Not to, like, to make Wes Craven and, and Kevin Williamson, Williamson proud. Kevin Williamson didn't write this one, but he's an executive producer. And the fact that he's there and he's mm-hmm. like giving his an approval is is a good thing to me. Yeah. We look forward to this film, uh, like a lot of films that we have mentioned throughout the podcast. Just a year and a month. So, oh, and why a year? Do you think it's coronavirus? Cause, yes. Well, yeah. I, uh, no, I think it was always planned uh, around Christmas time uh, or around like as the and they obviously couldn't do it this year because they literally just finished shooting. I'm just saying, you know, a movie that doesn't have a lot of CGI, you know, it's not like Doctor Strange or yeah. well, or Avatar. The Scream One and Scream Two both were both released uh, in either December or January, mm-hmm. and like I said, counter programming to fam- family films, they did really well and they did the best out of the quadrilogy. So I want to say that that that's their plan. They want to counter program, and and like I said, they can't. There's, there well. Obviously, even if they could get it together, you know, for this this you know winter season, uh, because of COVID, they have to wait. Yeah, unfortunately, and which... like fans like you, they they will wait as well. So, yeah. Warner Brothers have revealed that the much anticipated sequel of Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman eighty four, is officially being released in theaters on Christmas Day. And also exclusively streaming on HBO Max starting December 16th. The movie will be slowly beginning releasing internationally in order to avoid piracy concern. Director Patty Jenkins released a statement and she said, The time has come. At some point, you have to choose to share any love and joy you have to give over everything else. We love our move. We love our movie as we love our fans. So we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season. What it in theaters where it's made safe to do so, check out great work theaters have been doing so, she says in parentheses, and available in the safely of your in the safety of your home on HBO Max where it is not. Happy holidays to all of you. We hope you enjoy our film as much as we enjoy making it. The movie will also be at no additional charge as opposed to the Premier Access style deal like Disney Plus's Mulan. So let's discuss. Um, so. What do you think about that statement that she did? I, you know, they, she wants to get it out and she wants it out for the holiday season. She knows that, you know, that a lot of us are kind of pulling our hair out, not just because we're waiting for all these movies that we should have seen by now, but. Just in general, you know, it's been a tough year. So it sounds to me like she's she's making sure that the fans know that this is with her approval, you know, and it's for us, you know, because she specifically says we love our fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I would like to see this in the theater. Um, as long as it's socially distanced, I you know, I think we should. Drive-in? No. I want to go to a theater. Well, here's the thing. Um, 
I have no. I won't be so surprised if after this whole Corona s- shit goes away, all these movies will be re-released into theaters. Yeah, and it's they、possible. collect what they what they lost, you know. And I think that's fine. And I think the move. What I'm trying to say is, I'm not in a rush now to go to a theater, babe, because of all this stuff that's going on on Christmas. On Christmas, I don't know.、Uh, I don't want to see it on in the drive-through or at home on HBO Max.、Uh, but I do like that they aren't charging anything extra. That's that's surprising. Yeah, I mean, Disney did charge for Mulan, but they didn't charge for Onward or the upcoming film, or I think it's out now. Black、Soul. Beauty. Oh. Soul. Yeah, they also just released Black Beauty. Oh, I did not know that. So yeah, we'll, we'll I we'll we'll continue discussing it. You know whether we'll see it in the theater, and we'll you know keep you guys abreast of our decisions. I would very much like to see it in the theater. This is I really enjoyed the the first one, and I'm you know this was one of my most anticipated movies this year. So、um, we shall see. We'll see if I can convince you. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Mulan. We're back, guys. So thanks for sticking with us.、Uh, we didn't post a episode last week because it was Thanksgiving to those three followers who have been listening to us uh. Uh, as in real time, you know. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, but yeah. Uh, it was Thanksgiving and it was really, I guess, hectic、uh, for both of us. Mine because I was working, and you because you had pie to make. I made pie and cobbler. I, I was not going to allow a Thanksgiving season to go without me making pie, so I did, and and we delivered them. We went on a delivery thing. I worked basically from the car that day, and we went and delivered it all, you know, all over town. Yeah,、um, it was a fun day. It was really fun, and we got,、uh, we literally traveled around the whole city. Yeah,、uh, we started with your brother, and we almost went up to Pembroke Pines. But our good friend Charlene said, "You know what? Just drop it off at Adele's house, and I'll pick it up there because she didn't want us to go drive that far out." But、uh, our closest friends,、uh, Riz's idea was to make cobblers for everyone. We tried to ask them what they wanted, but it. <laughs> They got to us really late. Yeah, and I already do- did the berry cobbler.、Yeah. I did、uh, mini versions of like the gigantic cobbler I normally do. So I like basically quartered it. Yeah, it was、um, like in an eight-inch pan. I want to say. Yeah, eight it, or ten-inch pan. Six, probably. I think a、uh, nine-inch is a regular pie. Oh, okay. So、um, it was a little smaller. And you also made butterscotch, right? Made a butterscotch、uh, pie for my brother, and we dropped it off, thinking he wasn't—I wasn't going to see him for Thanksgiving, but I ended up seeing him for Thanksgiving anyways.、Um, but it was so nice to see him,、uh, and I, you know, I made for you know my family in general. I made my parents a cobbler, and you know, I I I, I wanted to give everyone a little something because it makes me happy to. To do that, it makes me happy to bake. You know, it's it's a fun thing to do for me.、Um, and then, you know, I'm grateful for my family, and I'm grateful. That's how I show it, I guess. And I'm and I'm sure they see it, babe. Yeah, yeah.、Um, so it was、uh, nice. 
So yeah, I uh, with my family we uh, went to a like a club for Thanksgiving, which you know I guess due to the coronavirus we couldn't do it at a house, uh, which is interesting. It was uh, I wasn't a big fan, but um, I did make you a casserole. Mm. Um, my mom's famous uh, casserole. What did you think about that? You you requested it, right? Yes, uh, I was working throughout Thanksgiving, and uh, you were so kind to make me a mini Thanksgiving dinner. And the only thing I was requesting was a green bean casserole, because that's the only time I eat it. And I think that you guys make it really, really yummy. And it was really yummy. Uh, you made me that, and you also made me a cranberry orange pie, which I really liked. I liked the... Uh, tartness and the citrusy of both cranberry and orange together it was really really nice um, yeah that one did come out good and, and I, you found me tofurkey 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 with gravy yeah I loved it and it was it like it was like turkey slices but it was really nice and it actually tastes really well yeah it wasn't bad I tried some as well um, I and ended up not having turkey because you had to choose between ham and turkey. That's right. What the hell was that about them stingy asses? The ham, I, I gotta say, out of everything that I had there, it was it was amazing. It was really good. And what was good. for dessert? Pecan? Let's not talk about the pecan <laughs> crappy ass <laughs> pie. But come on, if you're gonna do like a, a Thanksgiving thing, you for dessert, either you give a choice if it's not gonna be pumpkin pie, or just give pumpkin pie, because that's like the main thanksgiving dessert it's all about the pumpkin pie i mean man starting in september pumpkin is the it thing it's it's what's in season i you know what like i i love me some pumpkin pie i can't stand like pumpkin creamer or what what else is there uh pumpkin spice lattes and uh pumpkin spice uh coffee well it is (laughs) lattes coffee i'm so dumb um Oh, uh, Adele is selling coquito for pumpkin with pumpkin spice, spice oh, okay. and coffee coquito, coffee flavored coquito. Ooh. Ooh. That How sounds interesting. Uh, I don't know, but I can send her a text. Ooh, I would like to try the coffee one. Um, oh shoot, what was I gonna say? Yeah. We did oh, a- Nespresso. Um, they have their pumpkin Nespresso, and when we go. Uh, they're like, oh, we everyone loves this pumpkin ball because it's a season. I'm like, uh, no. Put every that shit time, away. yes, every time. And I'm like, no. And it doesn't seem like they're selling that well. Yet the iced coffee one, there's it sells like hotcake. I uh, think yeah. it was a seasonal thing, and then it was it's year round now. Now I think now they're they're gonna extend it year round because it is very it's popular. So it's they it's a little more creamy, um, which is good. Uh, it was supposed to be a summer thing. Yeah. Yeah. At my job, we did like a potluck, and I found out that in Jamaica, avocados are called pears. And what are pears called? There's no pears in Jamaica, according to the charge nurse. She says that the closest thing they have is what they call an Ethiopian apple. Um, and that's the closest oh. thing to a pear. But it was funny because she had the avocado in her hand, and she's like... No, I'm lying. She went to get the avocado, and she's like, I got to go get the pear for for the potluck. And she comes out with it 
in her hand. I'm like, girl, that's an avocado. She's like, oh my god, this is actually we call a pear. And I found that so so interesting. Yeah. Um, she made potato cast uh, potato salad. It was so good and creamy. I think she used cream cheese in it. Ooh, cream um, cheese. Macaroni, uh, your usual turkey and and ham and cornbread. And then this girl, this lady was like, oh, I had this rum cake for you guys, but I'm not going to give it to you guys. I'm going to save it for home. And like everyone's like, what the hell? We were looking forward to it. And she's like, it cost me $50. (laughs) This and that. And I'm like, girl, why are you teasing us? I mean, I wasn't going to have any. I don't like rum cake, but I was just uh, egging her on. Um, Cute. But it was it was not as tasty as what I was expecting when I got home, uh, made by you, my love. And uh, I am thankful for my family and for you as well. Mm. Me too. Me too. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully next Thanksgiving. It'll oh, be I got a that shit more. off. I work this year, so next year they can't play me. No, 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 no. So. In the event of the spirit of of Thanksgiving, we saw a family friend. We saw a family friendly film, Mulan. Ah, so Mulan was released in theaters and on Disney Plus on September fourth, twenty twenty. It was directed by Nikki Car- Caro, who directed Whale Rider and The Zookeeper's Wife. It starred uh, Yuffie Louie, Donnie Yen, Lee Gong. Jason Scott Lee, Jason An, Rosalind Chow, Zai Ma, Pei Pei Chang, and it had cameos by Jet Li and the original voice of Mulan, Ming-Na. Synopsis was a young Chinese maiden disguises herself as a male warrior in order to save her father. So the movie itself, it's really self-explanatory. You know, it has the same elements as uh, the Mulan, the Disney animated Mulan. Uh, So I I personally want to talk about the difference of it. Um, Mulan was kind of at the very end of my Disney uh, movie. Must watch. Yeah, it was it came out when I was in high school. I think it was like the first one since Beauty and the Beast I didn't see in theaters. And I think I watched it once. Um, So I don't really know it scene for scene. Uh, So it's mostly you uh, doing the the comparisons. Uh, Uh, Yeah. uh, The the movie, uh, uh, I do want to mention it did came with a bit of criticism uh, from fans for a different aspect that I really don't want to get into because we don't have the the suffice megabytes to upload this for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that really irked me was during the premiere of Mulan, the reporter asked this white lady, so what did you do to like get inspired for the costume? And it found out that it was the costume uh Director, the head of the costume department for the film, and she's like, "Well, we spent three months in China looking at museums," and I'm like, "Literally, there was no Chinese historian mm. or anybody who knew Asian uh, outfit or Asian, a- Asia, I'm sorry, Asian uh, couture 
dresses or, or costumes. Let's get this girl who went to a university, and I'm sure, I mean, she did a decent job. I was looking at it, but I was a bit irked by it. Um, the Falcon in the film, in the animated film, was changed to a witch, um, which I saw that it was really, uh, really interesting because she was. Uh, that character that started off evil then tried to, I guess, um, do something good in life because so, of the to misconception. To redeem herself. Yeah, to re- that's the word I'm looking for, to redeem herself. Uh, one thing I also saw that I personally didn't like, that, in, that Mulan had chi, quote unquote, which is, like, very odd, like... And I found it a bit of sexist uh, for her to have, like, the only way she knew how to fight really well is if she had chi. Yeah, I know no, the other men didn't have it, but I felt like, you know, that was not necessary. Because in the animated film, and I'm sure in, real, in the real life Mulan, I don't know the actual history, she did this all with her own will and power. Like, why couldn't she keep that yeah it was an interesting or a surprising addition i'm not sure i would like to read the history of it because the witch character would would have been someone another woman that had she and she was called a witch for it so that's why she had an affinity towards mulan and tried to like get her over to her side and then tried to redeem herself you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and actually did redeem herself um, I, I would like to read the history. Maybe it's in a story. I don't know why they would add that. I, I do like it. that they did incorporate the animated soundtrack some way throughout the film. And you can listen to the the melody and the harmony uh, throughout her uh, honor to us all when she's getting ready to meet that that older lady played by Pei Pei Cheng. Oh, okay. Um, the matchmaker? Yes, the matchmaker. And also when the whole make a man out of you thing was pretty... Yeah, that was basically the dialogue. Like, the di- they had the, the lyrics for the song in dialogue, almost. Like, right? Cause... That one and... Uh, what's that song? Oh, a girl worth fighting for. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of that one. A girl worth fighting for. A girl, yeah, because the chubby guy's like, I don't like, I don't care how she looks like as long as how she cooks like, and um, yeah, um, honestly, not my favorite Disney, <laughs> like. It was all right. I mean, for you, you would have to, I guess, detach. In my case, detach yourself from the animated film. But I just didn't like the fact that the whole her having chi and and then for her even having chi, she's considered a a, a witch or something like that. Yeah. Um, I like the relationship though that she had with her father, and it this was her father's story because this is not. Uh, this story is not told by the eyes of Mulan or by anybody else. This is her father's rendition and how, I guess, he saw it, which I also took that into consideration in the beginning of the film and how he was proud and at, at the same time ashamed of 
teaching her how to be a fighter, how to be gutsy and to 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 seize it. And um, he did had a he did have a a sense of regret uh, of his teaching towards Mulan midway through the film, which changed obviously at the end, knowing that she she saved China. Um, or saved their, maybe not China in, in entirely, but saved their little community. She saved, according to the animated film, she saved China, which is another thing that I bugs should rewatch me this because in in the animated film, it was the emperor's uh, thing for her to meet Mulan and say, you know, you disgraced your dad. You ran away from home. You defied the laws to save China. And we thank you for it. And we are forever in your debt, you know. But it was the the army sergeant, uh, played by, what's this guy's name? Donnie Yen, I think, uh, played by it, who said that. And I'm like, aww. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Boo-hoo. Uh, the... I did not know that Jet Li was the emperor until I was writing this script. I'm like, holy fuck. Who knew? Um, big surprise by Ming-Na. You were that the one that peeped her out. Hey. Uh, her cameo did not recognize her either. But when she started talking, I'm like, I knew. I, I knew. Um, I love her. Didn't like the fact that the emperor was actually captured uh, and like tied up. But He then wasn't I, captured in the animated film? No, he stayed in his palace, and okay. uh, it was the the bad guy storming into the palace. So, what about um, what did you think about like in general going into it? Because I knew I know you already knew that they were they weren't going to do the songs. Mm-hmm. Were you uh, disappointed about that at all? The way they did it, no, because of the way they did it. I like that they did incorporate it in in some way in the musicality of this live action soundtrack. So I felt like it was pulling nostalgia from there. So it was still like giving the wink wink you remember, you know, to the people that love the animated and the songs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not exactly what we're doing, but you know, we're honoring that Mm -hmm. in some way. They brought honor to to that. Yes. Another thing that uh, was different than the animated, or I think was different because again, I think I've seen it once uh, was it, it, they didn't make like a big deal about a love interest. I'm not sure if if they did in the other one. Do you remember? I think yeah, I think in the, in the animated film she does get with the general at the end. Not like officially, but they're like, you know, side by side, let's Was look at each kiss? other. Uh probably in Mulan 2, oh, okay. which I did not see. Um but yeah, I like that I like that also. I like the you know they do show like female empowerment and her 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 drive for this is is to literally bring honor and to to defend her her country uh so from a 1 to 5 what do you give this oh man uh i'll give it a 3 how about you uh for it being part of the live action Disney franchise, I guess. I'll give it a 3.5. 
Okay. Uh, it's moderately decent. It's all right. It's not a fucking train wreck. Mm. Uh, but if you have like kids, your son, your daughter, nieces and nephew, and you want to spend a good like Saturday afternoon and have lunch, you can definitely watch this. It's on Redbox. We're glad we actually waited and not, you paid know, thirty dollars paid thirty dollars because I personally I wouldn't pay thirty dollars for this movie, um, at all. So, babe, what are the movies and what are the musics that are out this week? All right, new movies out on video on demand this week. Uh, well, this current week, since we skipped last week, I usually do a week in advance. Uh, Black Beauty is out on Disney+. Plus. The Christmas Chronicles Part 2 is out on Netflix. We saw the first one. Uh, the Crudes, A New Age on Disney. Oh, that's not Disney Plus. That's just pay, pay for VOD. Uh, Folklore, The Long Pond Sessions, Taylor Swift <laughs> is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Happiest Season, a uh, Christmas movie on Hulu is out, directed by the amazing Clea Duvall. Uh, Hillbilly Elegy is out on Netflix. Lovers Rock on Amazon Prime. Uh, Lord. Uh, Stardust on IFC Films. Um, excuse me, Video On Demand. Uh, Super Intelligence on HBO Max. Holy shit, where'd this list come from? <laughs> Uncle Frank on Amazon Prime. Zappa, Video On Demand. Uh, as well as 32 Weeks, Buddy Games, Getting to Know You, Last Call, etc., 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 blah, blah, blah. New music out. Uh, actually, this past week... Uh, new album by Bad Bunny. Uh, new albums by Bad Bunny, Gary Barlow, Hatebreed, uh, Miley Cyrus, who I'm not a huge fan of, but had a kick-ass uh, cover of Zombie, or she performed a kick-ass cover of Zombie a few weeks back or a month ago. Uh, Powderfinger, Sabrina Claudio, uh, one of my favorite '90s artists, has a new album called. C-Y-R, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, The Smashing Pumpkins, which uh, I listened to uh, over the weekend. This was this is from Pat this past week, since we skipped last week. Uh, and uh, I think it's my favorite Smashing Pumpkins album since Oceania in 2012. Um, you played it in the car on our way to Target, and there was a song in there that I really like. It started with the letter H. I want to say it was either Haunted. There's a song called Haunt, Haunted or Haunting. Haunted. I, I was really digging that that song. There's a it's a 20 track album and <laughs> incredible. I like I you know I really like it a lot. I I recommend it. Uh, Sodom has a new album out. Steps has a new album out. Uh, as well as CL last week. Um, this week, uh, December fourth, Geographer has a new album. Gone is gone. Grandson, High Contrast, Aina, Hollywood Undead, Rico Nasty, mm. <laughs> Janet, if you're nasty, like, I guess so. Uh, Sean Mendez, whoever the hell that is, uh, Gone. Oh, did I say Gone? Uh, oh my goodness. Oh, Tori Amos, the amazing Tori Amos, has a Christmas album called Christmas Tide, and Youngblood has a new album out. Cool. That's the complete list. Yes. Sweet. So in Six Degrees, I want you to match Christopher Plummer and Michael Douglas. 
Awesome. Uh, so this one's pretty easy. Uh, Michael Douglas appeared in uh, Ant-Man 2 with Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer was in A Thousand Acres with Michelle Williams, and Michelle Williams was in All the Money in the World with Christopher Plummer. Short and sweet, just how I like it. If you're a director and you're looking to score big box office bucks, stay away from Mars. The two biggest money losers of all time both take place on that planet, with the 2012 sci-fi bomb John Carter holding the number two spot with a loss of $127 million, outdone by Mars Need Mom from a year earlier, which lost its studio more than $143 million, the worst ROI ever. Ever. Wow. And that's the fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine. Belongs to the Martians. Yeah, and we've reached the end of the show, but do not fret, my friends. We will be back with more news from these two awkward nerds. These two awkward nerds? What? <laughs> Thank you for pressing play. If you have any movies to review or music to check out, please email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com. That's gopressplay, the number two at gmail.com and follow us on instagram at press play ar this is press play with augie and riz i'm augie hey hey i'm riz thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening. Thank you for pressing play. If you have any movies to review or music to check out, e- <laughs> oh. <laughs> why are you laughing? Why are you hitting me?